get myself a Lincoln Got me plotting, got me plotting, got me thinking, got me thinking How can I come up and get myself a Lincoln? I'm a Continental, Cotton, Continental I'm a Continental, Cotton, Continental I'm a Continental, Cotton, Continental I'm a Hey, this is Tony Boss Bowling coming to you from the Lincoln Attic Podcast. Hey, hey, it's Jason ODB, a.k.a. the Lincoln Addict, coming back at you with episode number three. I know it's been a little bit of a, a break. I am trying to kind of get into the rhythm of hosting this second podcast. As many of you know, the main podcast uh, that I've uh, been producing and co-hosting for just over three years is our lifestyle, the podcast. And uh, we put out about six episodes per month on average, about uh, one on every Friday, and then typically every other Monday, which is centered around the mini truck scene, uh, air suspension, uh, kind of the custom automotive uh, world, if you will. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to bring these uh, on average every two weeks with Lincoln Addict Podcast. There's definitely a lot of uh, good stuff going on in the Lincoln underworld, I'll call it. So I uh, definitely wanted to start off and say that this podcast is brought to you by Colorado Custom Wheels, a.k.a. CC Cycle Wheels. Make sure you look them up on Instagram or go to uh, coloradocustomwheels.com. When you order, let Michael know that ODB sent you. He's good uh, people and he is uh, part of a, a great small family business. They've been in years for, or they've been in uh, business for many years, and they produce some of the baddest billet wheels in the entire world, including the Lincoln replica wheels. So make sure you order and uh, let them know Lincoln Addict Podcast sent you. Also, big ups to Jeff Davy at DVS Customs. The guy does not stop. Make sure you're following Devious Customs on Instagram or visit DeviousCustoms.com and let them know Lincoln Attic Podcast sent you. So this episode is really just kind of giving you guys a whole bunch of updates on different Lincoln stuff that uh, I've been involved with the last uh, few months. And uh, man, since I last recorded, so much has happened. Uh, just a few weeks ago, I finally got a chance to meet John Cashman. What a great dude. I've heard a lot of stories from uh, my good friends Blair and Teresa. They've known John for a very long time since you know he lived in uh, the Tampa Bay area um, many years ago. I think he originally lived in Lakeland, and then, of course, he made the pilgrimage out to uh, Lithia, where he stayed for a very long time. Now, uh, John, I am hoping to sync up with him while he's in Florida uh, to, to bring him on so he is a future guest. I took the equipment that day out to the Lincoln Ranch when I met him, but you know he was busy. I was out there you know, looking for some parts myself, uh, kind of helping my friends Blair and Teresa, so I didn't have an opportunity to really sit down uh, in that type of environment and do an interview, but he's all game for it, so really looking forward to that. Uh, you guys know him as the Lincoln Man on Instagram. Uh, many of you probably have had John work on your um, uh, your car, whether you have a sedan or a convertible. You know he is the main guy out there that travels the U.S. He's been to all 50 states. Uh, I think he told me multiple times, and 
Uh, he knows the cars inside and out. Typically, after he's worked on your vehicle, your vehicle, uh, the net worth has went up because, boom, as soon as you go to sell it, uh, you can let the, the good people know that John Cashman worked on it. And biggity boom, uh, right there, uh, the price is on to rise. So uh, he often has uh, also autographed uh, inside the door panels uh, various parts of the car uh, to kind of let everyone know the date or the year and month, uh, including his name, that he worked on it. So, uh, again, you guys know John Cashman. Uh, it was great to see him on Jay Leno's Garage. Very, very cool. And uh, I know his phone has continued to be, you know, continued to ring off the hook. So, uh, good dude. He always has time when you call. Uh, I think one of the things he's always promoted on the Lincoln Forum is uh, free tech support over the phone. And it really goes a long way because he knows these cars inside and out. So very cool. I spent several hours out at the Lincoln Ranch. Uh, many of you know Tim Nil uh, that ran the Lincoln Ranch. He passed away earlier this year, so rest in peace again, Tim. Great guy. Uh, really kind of connected into the whole Lincoln community. And, um, you know, he left behind a, a good, solid Lincoln legacy. And uh, hopefully he's up there looking down, um, you know, in a better place. So, uh, very cool. I got a chance to also check out John's awesome uh, Suburban. Uh, he's got the, uh, I think, the 8-lug Al- Al- Alcoa wheels on it. And, man, that thing is organized with all of its parts uh, because I love the Dooleys, the C30s, if you will, um, you know, many of the Suburban trucks and that type of thing. I really kind of, uh, you know, enjoyed looking at it, looking at all the stickers that uh, he has plastered on the inside, uh, various parts of the the, the truck. And, uh, man, he takes that thing everywhere. I want to say he mentioned it's got almost 450,000 miles and then another 120,000 being pulled behind the motorhome that he had for some time. So that thing has seen uh, plenty of miles. And, uh, damn, he's rocking the 454 in that thing. So... Uh, he is trucking all over right now. I think he's in South Florida. He posted a photo earlier with Luna uh, down in Fort Lauderdale. So he told us uh, he's headed down there next. Hopefully, I'll catch him on the way back, get a chance uh, to have dinner with him, and then, boom, do a recording for Lincoln Attic Podcast. In addition to that, at SlamFest 2018 that takes place at the um, the fairgrounds here in Tampa right off I-4, a good friend of mine, Mike, uh, many of you know him. He uh, was the leader of Mini Madness uh, Car Club. This was the 27th year that the show has been put on, and uh, it was awesome. We basically had about eight Lincolns there uh, in terms of the, the 60s era. Uh, you had Psycho come down from Georgia. Uh, you had Chris Dunn come over from Clearwater, obviously the owner of Lincoln Land Incorporated. Uh, Tony Boss Bolin, my good friend, he had two Lincolns there. Uh, he drove his 65 red sled. I drove his 67 convertible. Damn, that thing rides so good. Really enjoyed it. Uh, just a beautiful ride over. It was pretty cool that morning. And, man, it was a lot of fun to roll in with that. Uh, Robbie and Megan are good friends that have the 68 coupe with suicide doors that Robbie did. That uh, th- uh, Their awesome um, car was there as well. And then there were a couple of guys I hadn't met. Uh, th- I think one was a Vert. There was another guy that didn't have his car there, but he recently did a motor swap. Young guy, 
real cool dude I met. And then John, a.k.a. the Grassy Knoll 61 from Instagram. Uh, he had his beautiful 61 out there. He's got the pillar delete in it, um, which those parts came from Tim Nil uh, at the Lincoln Ranch. And, uh, damn, it looks awesome. Love the kind of original paint look on it. Aired out, of course, on bags. And I know that he had some work done at Enhanced Customs, a few little things. So, uh, good good dude, man. Always like slapping hands with them. And uh, really enjoyed seeing all the cars laid out. If you follow us on Instagram or Facebook page, you saw a few of the videos that I made. Uh, I think I made one video, took a bunch of photos. It's just a great time, uh, October, November time period in Florida. If you've never experienced it, it typically kind of cools down just a hair. The humidity is less, and it's always a great time. So SlamFest 2018 uh, went off uh, really without a hitch. Uh, Psycho also won one of the Vi-Air dual-pack giveaway compressors. So uh, he was super stoked. And then also Psycho, which many of you guys know him from Suicide Slabs, he uh, also was engaged on Sunday. So he basically uh, got down on one knee on the stage, uh, kind of, um, you know, basically proposed to his gal. And uh, she was, I don't think, not expecting that at all. So very awesome weekend. I know um, John was going to try to make it out as well. I don't think he was able to, but Chris was there, as I mentioned, in his vert. And, man, the the slabs were getting a lot of attention. So uh, very cool stuff. Um, you you basically had Tony and a bunch of us all out there having a great time. Now, Smuggler's Blues, my 64, I didn't bring it out, and I know what some of you guys are thinking. Yeah, I should have brought it, but uh, recently I had finally got the temp gauge working. Uh, real simple little fix. Threw in a new uh, sender, uh, clipped back the wire, the old ratty wire, and uh, works fine. So... I did notice that the temp is just on the rise, of course, and it's just a little above where it should be. So I had already been planning to really do an overhaul on the motor. Uh, what I typically do with my projects, uh, you know, I've, I have a famous uh, mini truck that that I built um, that a buddy of mine, Jimmy's Rod and Customs, built, I should say, uh, that I oversaw for years. That took a long time to finish. Then I sort of worked on the 67, a.k.a. JFK ride. That is, you know, just, again, another project that these projects I get going, and then, you know, I want to do more and more and more. And then before you know it, it's, you know, five, ten years later. So with this 64, the car drives great. Um, you know, it's obviously has all the typical stuff that needs to be done on a 60s Lincoln, a Mel 430. So... Uh, because I was planning to tear it down, I was like, you know what, instead of me j jumping in the engine bay and, you know, tearing the front of the motor apart, I'm taking the motor out anyway. So I, I said, Hey, I'm going to leave this thing at home. I'm going to finish buying the other parts that I need. I'm going to get everything lined up, then pull the motor and basically set a goal of like two or three weeks and make it happen. So with Smuggler's Blues, uh, you can check the hashtag Project Smuggler's Blues. Uh, that's Smuggler's with an S and Blues with an S. The, basically, I'm doing everything. When we pull the motor, I'll have uh, all new gaskets I already have. The water pump will be rebuilt. Uh, I can get it done here by some people that are, you know, are real close to um, you know the knowledge of rebuilding those. That can be kind of a pain 
So uh, I'm going to get that done. You can get uh, new water pumps rebuilt, so those are out there. They do exist. Uh, I'm going to do the high-volume oil pump and uh, new oil pump rod. The steering pump, once that's off, of course, might as well just rebuild that. I have the kit already. I did order new freeze plugs, so those are going to go in. I have an aluminum radiator. Now, our buddy Pat up in Canada, for anyone that's on the Lincoln Forum, uh, you know that Pat has been you know, heavily involved with uh, Champion to try to bring to market a replacement drop-in bolt-in radiator. Um, for some reason, for a while, I thought that that radiator was going to um, uh, eliminate the expansion tank. It turns out, for some reason, I had that backwards. It uh, wasn't. However, Pat, um, I think a few years ago, he went ahead on Jags. He bought an aluminum radiator for a Mustang triple core with the trans cooler in it all, with all this, you know, the same factory hookups in terms of the transmission cooler. So I went ahead and got one of those. It just takes a few little brackets you got to make uh, for it to really be mounted in there tightly and looking forward to it because for less than $300 uh, and then that of course had free shipping, I'll basically have a triple core aluminum radiator, minimum fab work and um, that's going to really help keep the damn thing cool. Uh, when I do that, of course, I will, um, after the water pump's pulled off, I'll take those little stupid thermostats that they should have never put in there behind the water pump, trash those. And um, on my 462, I didn't need the water diverters, man. Inside um, the block there where that typically rusts was like perfect. Um, so I made the decision on my 67 motor, uh, the 462, you know, didn't need any water diverters. I'm guessing on this car, um, it's going to need them. So once, uh, once I measure that, uh, I'll go ahead and order those. Um, there's two different sizes. I'll put the water diverters in there. Uh, I think that coupled with the rebuilt water pump and then the aluminum radiator, uh, it's going to be way cooler. Now, I also recently, another reason why I wanted to pull the motor, uh, I went with a uh, bigger fan, a little bit bigger fan from Tony Boss Boland, so from a 67, and then I also uh, snagged from Tony Boss Boland uh, a nice fan clutch. So for now, I'm going to keep the mechanical fan. Uh, If you look at Pat's write-up on the Lincoln Forum, he did a 3300 CFM uh, electric fan. And, man, that thing moves a lot of air. And really, I mean, you can keep the mechanical um, fan, but, you know, everybody pretty much says, especially here in Florida, I know a lot of the Texas guys as well, it's just easier to go with an electric fan because when you're sitting and you're idling and all that heat there, uh, it's going to help keep uh, the the motor cool. So I'm definitely – excuse me, soon I will upgrade to an electric fan – but again, it kind of goes back to my whole thing, man. Usually I start to, to say, hey, I'm going to update everything. You know, I've got this out. Might as well not put the, uh, you know, the factory alternator back on. Might as well trash that, throw on it. You know, and it just, I, you know, it gets out of hand quick. So I said, you know what? I just got the other fan. I got the fan clutch. I'm going to throw that bad boy back on there. But I couldn't have put it on there until I pulled the motor or at least jacked the motor up because guess what? The freaking, as always, the uh, motor mounts are just smashed. So I'm going to go ahead and get another set of those. And um, 
really they, they need to be changed. You can't go with the cheap ones. If you do um, the Rock Auto ones and, and the various ones on eBay, they're like 10 12 15 bucks a piece. Those things fall apart in a year. Uh, they're just trash. So I need to get um, a set of motor mounts that's still on the list. And, um, you know, just pretty much be done there. So once the motor's pulled out, um, I'll also degrease it. Uh, as, you know, you've seen, I'm sure plenty of you guys that own these Lincolns, um, they are just nasty. Uh, from the valley pan all the way down to, you know, the oil leaks, um, the, just the nastiness around the uh, steering pump, uh, they, they just get nasty. So I'm going to clean that all up, uh, paint the block black, and then a lot of the other parts, I'm either going to do, uh, typically, again, going overboard, I'll tend to start powder coating stuff. And it's like, well, you know, if you powder coat this, you might as well do that. And, you know, uh, by the time you do the timing cover, the valley pan, the um, intake manifold, uh, the valve covers, you know, it just it starts adding up. So I'm either going to go with, like, a nice little wrinkle finish on some of the parts, uh, like I did on the 67 motor, or... Uh, what I'll do is I'll have one of my buddies paint a uh, nice black, uh, you know, uh, paint on it. So we'll kind of see either way the parts will be done nice. I figured, hell, if I'm going to pull the motor and I'm going to really go through it, I'm going to make it look damn nice. Also, Tony Boss Bolin, uh, him and, you know, they're at the machine shop with his family. Uh, they got a badass place. They've uh, rebuilt a few of the 460, or excuse me, a few of the 430s. And um, he said, hey, bring it by. We'll take a look at it. Uh, if it looks solid, hey, you're good to go. If not, uh, you know, he'll get the, the rebuild kit and then, boom, just go through it. So I definitely have a few options. Again, it's that fine line, right? I could do a lot of this stuff just by loosening the motor mounts and jacking the motor up and going to town. But I'm like, you know, let me pull that motor out of there. Let me really, uh, you know, get the manifolds off. A lot of those bolts are broken. Uh, I'll be doing um, another set of manifolds as well as the uh, Remflex gaskets and then uh, new studs and hardware. So uh, really just, like I said, looking forward to making this thing look a lot better, but most importantly, run cooler the way it originally did, and uh, I'll be super, super stoked. All right, so next, social media on the rise. So you know that's the little phrase that uh, Tony Boss Boland coined. Uh, uh, we always joke around. If you were at SlamFest, we were talking about on the rise. Everything was. And uh, Lincoln Addict is on the rise. So I want to uh, thank all of our followers. Uh, we're continuing to see uh, great numbers there. Uh, so look us up on Instagram. Just type in Lincoln Addict altogether uh, as one word, if you will. And boom, we've got almost 3,000 followers Got the link there to iTunes uh, to listen. I think the majority of people that listen to podcasts typically have iPhones. Uh, so I have that link there. Uh, and then recently, we've had a lot of great uh, folks ha uh, tagging us on Instagram. So thank you. Uh, I try to reshare when I can. Uh, you had uh, Lincoln305Continental tagged us uh, earlier today. Uh, Howard's Tinting. This was a really cool 65 uh, photo uh, in front of, uh, looks like Beale Street in Memphis. A very, very awesome photo. Wheels look great on the damn car. And, uh, man, what a, what a beautiful sedan. I had a buddy uh, that's out west. Uh, he goes by Dooley Greg, G-R-E-G-G, -G -G, on Instagram. 
Uh, he tagged me earlier today or last night with a 65, a beautiful uh, kind of white color with uh, wire wheels on it. So that was pretty cool. He took a few photos of it at a, looks like a local car show and gave me a huge shout out. So thank you. Dad's 64 Continental with a couple of underscores in between. Uh, cool photo there. Uh, he also posted and tagged another photo of us. Beautiful car, uh, white wide white wall tires. Uh, of course, all clear glass, nice red interior. Super badass. Uh, you've got balls deep hot rods. So, yep, just how it sounds. Uh, very cool photo that he tagged us in. Uh, I think 64. Four? No, excuse me, 65 that he has. Uh, a couple others. Uh, he tagged us in some other photos. Uh, there's another guy, uh, Jay Hicks. I took photos of his car at uh, Scraping the Coast this past uh, June, and uh, he's got a really, really badass a 67 Lincoln. Uh, then also Ralph, RMD's Garage. So uh, he's fed me some cool photos over the years and uh, continues to really do badass stuff. Uh he, I believe it's going to be at SEMA. There's a 64 that uh, he was building another coyote swap. So he's really, really good at these things. And um, uh, Johnny O, which is a famous photographer, uh, goes by Johnny O Photo on Instagram. Uh, I think uh, from from the uh, photo, the sneak peek photos, uh, he shot it. So very cool. I'd love to have Johnny O come on and talk about it. But, uh, yeah, so follow us on Instagram. I'm going to try to do more with the listeners and the followers in terms of, uh, you know, giving shout-outs. Appreciate uh, all the likes. Uh, Lincoln's are, you know, dream cards, if you will, for so many people. So they definitely enjoy looking at them and uh, appreciate all the likes. All right, some Lincoln vendor updates. So speaking of badass shops, uh, you're probably following Little Shop MFG or Little Shop Manufacturing. Eric over there that owns the company, wow, uh, he's doing uh, some uh, amazing things. Uh, if you just look at his feed there, um, from the computer programs that he uses to, you know, cut out these parts that get you know turned into dually frames, uh, to just unbelievable machining, uh, just different things that. Um, his business has evolved into just unbelievable packaging for some of their hood hinge kits. Uh, just truly amazing stuff. Uh, the reason why I bring his shop up, he posted just a few days ago that there is a new addition to uh, his uh, website. And it's a 14-inch uh, uh, kit uh, for brakes for 65 to 69 Lincolns. And uh, it... Um, there's some machining that he does that uh, get coupled with the Willwood uh, brake setup. So uh, you really get what you pay for here. Uh, for anyone that has looked into upgrading the older years up to um, you know the 65 and above in terms of the, the brakes, I mean, you can do it. Uh, the homie Tony Boss Boland sells kits as well. So if you're looking to go kind of on a budget, uh, hit up Tony Boss Boland. It's still not cheap You know when you're talking about getting those calipers rebuilt. Uh, so on and so forth. But, you know, if you've got a little bit bigger of a budget or you're looking to step up, uh, go to Little Shop Manufacturing website. Uh, there's a link in his bio, littleshopmfg.com, and search Lincoln. Now, these kits are not cheap. Uh, there's some powder coat options and whatnot. And he did let me know through email 
that soon he will be offering the 61 uh, through uh, 64 as well, front and rear. So, uh, you know, spend a little bit of coin on it, but makes life a lot easier. Uh, one thing to note is, you know, you need to be running uh, bigger than, you know, a 15-inch wheel. So, you know, typically you're looking at like a 17, 18-inch wheel, depending on what size brake setup you go with. Uh, he gave me a little bit of a breakdown, but, you know, for the most part, typically, I know with like the CPP kits, if you're running a 17-inch uh, wheel, you're, you know, you're good to go. Uh, many of you guys are running, you know, 20s, 22s, so uh, there's no issue there, but... Uh, for someone like myself that wants to be able to run maybe the factory 15s or, um, you know, throw on a set of, you know, 15-inch uh, Supreme wheels, uh, obviously, the, you know, the, there's you know there's not the opportunity there to, to upgrade to the bigger brakes. So that's why you got homies like Tony Boss Bolin that are offering the kits. Uh, he'll get the calipers rebuilt or he will rebuild them himself. He'll kind of piece everything together. And then, boom, uh, he, he can bring those uh, right to your doorstep via shipping. So uh, look up Boss, B-O-S-S-B-O-L-I-N on Instagram. Uh, good stuff there. And then also, Tony Boss Bolin, he is continuing to offer more clips for various year peak moldings. So uh, many of you know those things tend to break or you lo they're lost You know when a paint shop blows your car apart. Uh, he's basically selling a couple different years, but uh, he'll be selling more years very soon. And uh, his are super awesome quality. So I know a few people around here have bought them and they really like them. Hey, hey, so next up, Lincoln Mechanic updates. So I uh, want to let everyone know that if you need window switches rebuilt or various other products rebuilt, uh, hit me up via email or direct message um, on Lincoln Addict Instagram or Facebook page. Our friend, our good friend, Blair Farmer from Lincoln Continental Services out there in Clearwater, he's always on the rise. And uh, he does side jobs, uh, you know, from uh, time and time again. And uh, if you are looking to, to send some window switches out or whatnot, uh, he'll give you a really good deal on them. And uh, he's got a good turnaround time. He's rebuilt uh, all of my window switches in my 64. He also rebuilt the amp gauge. Uh, there is a good article out there if you want to upgrade your amp gauge to a volt uh, gauge that Pat from Canada did as well. Uh, it's not too hard. I'll be doing that with one of the ones I own. But um, if you're just looking to straight up take yours out and then get it rebuilt, uh, you can ship it to him and, and he'll take care of you. So uh, just hit me up. Again, you can direct message me on Instagram, uh, or if you click on email uh, from the uh, my profile on Instagram, it'll uh, bring up an email to rlifestylepodcast at gmail.com. That's all together, rlifestylepodcast at gmail.com. I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as I can, give you his information. Uh, he's very selective on the jobs that he does, so... You know, typically, if you're serious and you really want to get some parts over to get rebuilt, uh, you know, he'll work with you and he'll knock it out. But um, he just doesn't uh, have a lot of time to answer questions and things like that. So uh, if you're serious, hit me up. I'll get you in contact with the Blair Farmer from Clearwater, Florida. Okay, next up, Lincolns and Movies. So uh, if you follow Lincoln Addict, you know that I love uh, posting 
all kinds of different stuff about Lincolns, uh, whether it be uh, a restaurant that has a Lincoln inside it or uh, a, a you know particular movie. I love posting these little things. You know, I research sometimes way too much and find uh, a lot of information out there. But if you're of my age, you may remember a movie called Gleaming the Cube. And Gleaming the Cube was a skateboard movie that featured Christian Slater. Now, it was released in, I think, 1989. And uh, it's definitely, when you watch it today, it's definitely kind of cheesy overall. But there is a 65 Lincoln Continental convertible black, triple black car, and uh, it is uh, featured in the movie. Uh, it can be seen several times, including Christian Slater kneeling down in the back of it. It also shows, it also shows the deck lid working uh, after uh, one of the guys kills someone. So uh, very, very, um, I'd say cult following type movie, especially for skaters. Uh, Tony Hawk is in it. Uh, some other guys as well, and uh, you can watch it, if I remember correctly, on Amazon Prime Video, which is the last place that I watched it. I think for a while it was available on DVD, but it's one of those that's probably out of print, so uh, not easy to probably locate it in terms of if you want to watch like a physical copy, but definitely if you have Amazon Prime Video and you're out there watching maybe Devious Customs on Amazon Vi- uh, Prime Video, uh, check out uh, Gleaming the Cube. Definitely a, a, an odd title, but uh, Christian Slater uh, is featured in it. And then, of course, there is the 65 Vert Alert. So uh, good stuff there. All right. So upcoming guest, right? I've hinted at this a little bit. And, you know, th- there's a list of, I don't know, six, seven people that I really want to have on. I've talked to some of these guys. Uh, Ralph from RMD Garage. So, Again, I've exchanged messages with him. Uh, if you get an opportunity, watch the show RMD Garage. He's had uh, a couple of Lincolns on. Uh, this new one that he's working on that I mentioned that uh, Johnny O photo uh, apparently shot. Wow. Um, you know, if you're a purist, I totally get it. You may not like it. But kind of mixing the old and the new, I love that he's going with the um, Coyote swaps and a couple of these cars he's built. Um, the other one that he built uh, had the bucket seats in it. Uh, they were later year buckets, but, uh, man, they looked good with the custom interior. So hoping to have Ralph on. He mentioned that he would be willing to come on. Also, John Cashman, I alluded to that earlier. Uh, Blair Farmer, love to have him on uh, when he's got a few minutes. Um, great guy in the Clearwater area, um, as is Chris Dunn. And then also Herb um, from the old Lincoln Park store. So uh, good people. They've been around Lincoln's a very, very long time. And I sometimes have to, uh, you know, kind of scratch my head and say, man, you know, I am very, very lucky to live in this area. And I realized that years ago. And that's why I wanted to really meet a lot of these guys, because there's a lot of history uh, on just funny stories of, you know, John Cashman and Blair, uh, you know, hauling these cars and Chris Dunn as well, you know, all back, you know, in the early uh, 80s. Uh, back and forth, cutting these things up, you know, starting, uh, Chris, of course, started Lincoln Land, and, you know, Blair's got his little business out there. Uh, John, uh, for years, had the um, the place out there in Lithia that he ended up selling to uh, to, to, to Tim Neal, and, uh, man, just so much history, rich history, if you will, and, uh, you know, when I look at their photo albums, 
and I look at just all the projects that they've been a part of, and you know, Chris would drive his Lincolns, you know, to to the Northeast and just all over back in the day, you know. It's very, very cool, and again, I'm very fortunate uh, to have met a lot of these people and became friends with some of them. Um, also, Dan Schwartz, I think is how you pronounce his name, uh, from the Lincoln Forum. So he's a name. If you've been on Lincoln Forum, you know that name, and um, what a good dude he is. He's been helping people for a long time, so he said that he's willing to come on. But really what I got to do is just get in the groove of – uh, publishing episodes every couple weeks, right? About two a month, hopefully. I'll be talking a lot more about Smuggler's Blues. Really, on this car, um, you know, the top needs to be done as well. Uh, it needs all new uh, rams and, uh, you know, lines for the top. So, really, again, learned from, you know, some other projects I've had in my life that, you know, I really want to go through the motor first, get it, you know, running really good at the right temperature, which, again, it runs good now, but it's got the exhaust manifold leak, um, just dirty as hell motor. It's running a little hot. So, boom, yank that thing out, go through it, one and done, uh, finesse that thing back in there, and then uh, go ahead, go through, um, do all new lines for the top, the rams, um, a new pump. So, you know, basically do that entire kit, then get the top done with the new wiring in it. Uh, of course, I'll get a top from Jim Wallace. And uh, really at that point, I know some of you, you know some people that have seen the car, they might be like, oh, okay, well, then you top it off with new paint. Yeah, the car definitely needs to be repainted. But I like the originality of it. Um, you know, in the C10 world, uh, a lot of guys like the patina paint. Uh, they like something from that's been sitting out in Arizona and it's faded uh, maybe they clear coat it. Maybe they just leave it the way it is. And really the way I look at it is my 64 blue, my favorite color, blue interior, blue top. I really want to leave it original. So that's not going to last forever. Of course, at some point it will need to be repainted. It's got a couple little areas on the deck lid that, that need to be redone. So, you know, it's going to get to the point where it's like, all right, if you're going to redo the deck lid and you paint that and then it's like, okay, well you move on, you do the rest of it. So, you know, we'll see how it all works out, but the main thing for this car right now is get it running really well, uh, make it where I can drive it anywhere in the state, enjoy it, um, of course, get the top fully functioning, which it pretty much was, but the lines blew out, and I'm like, well, here we go. If I'm going to buy new lines, I might as well get the whole entire kit, save a couple hundred dollars, and, uh, you know, that all comes from, um, I think it's uh, hydroelectric here in uh, the Naples area, well, down south, I should say, but... Regardless, you guys get the idea. Um, love Lincolns. I'm hoping to do more here. I've got an opportunity at work to maybe uh, expand out and do something different than what I've been doing for 20 years in the telecommunication industry. So I'm looking to maybe bring some more products to market that will help the Lincoln world. Um, super passionate about these cars, as you guys know. Uh, if you haven't been on the Lincoln forum or you haven't been on there in a while, uh, hit up the lincolnforum.net, uh, click the main um, uh, banner there or the main image, uh, go under updating, modernizing, and customizing. Uh, there's a real good section in there with a lot of good uh, threads. And then even at the top there is customized member projects. And that's where you'll see Smuggler's Blues, uh, my triple blue 64 convertible listed 
got almost a thousand views, uh, seventy four replies, including uh, you know mine and the main thread there. So, uh, man, you know I appreciate everyone listening. Uh, we recently did a pre order for a shirt with our lifestyle, the podcast, and I had some of the people, the good people that listen to this podcast, they had uh, made a purchase. Uh, so we appreciate that. Uh, what I'll be what I'll be looking to do as well is to bring out some product for Lincoln Addict itself. Uh, so not only the car part side of the business, but um, hopefully you know some apparel and things like that. I know there's a big need out there, uh, a desire I should say for everything Lincoln. Um, I've supported a lot of guys out there in terms of buying shirts uh, and that type of thing, and uh, I think there's an opportunity for me to bring something very cool uh, with Tony Boss Bolin. Uh, who uh, kind of helps me with this podcast. And then we'll bring that out and see how it resonates. Uh, if people like it, uh, we'll sling some more gear and uh, we'll enjoy doing that. So uh, with with that being said, I just want to say I appreciate everyone listening. Make sure you subscribe and just know that you can also listen on Podbean. So Podbean is uh, the site that hosts our podcast and what's important is if you download the Podbean app, you can actually interact right there with comments and things like that. Uh, you can also go to lincolnaddict.podbean.com. Uh, that's our main landing page there. And uh, that will allow you to listen. Or, of course, now with uh, Watch OS 5 for the Apple Watch, you can listen to podcasts there. Uh, of course, you got to have like AirPods or you know some sort of Bluetooth accessory. Uh, or you can listen on your iPhone. iPhone's super simple because they pre-install a podcast app. It's that purple icon that uh, so many people don't even know exists. And uh, you can subscribe right there. Uh, if you're on the computer, uh, I would ask that you, uh, if you have iTunes on your computer, uh, hit the drop-down arrow and go to Podcasts and then type in Lincoln Addict. Um, when you select Lincoln Addict uh, and you have to tap on Store, uh, it'll take you to my main landing page for Lincoln Addict uh, in terms of the, the episodes. There's only two out there, and um, you can leave a review. I forget if you can do a review um, even if I only have two episodes, but I'll continue to, to pump that. Um, yeah, you, act, you act, actually have to click on Lincoln Addict. It'll show you the two there, and then uh, you click on Ratings and Reviews. You can click uh, Five Star, hopefully there. And uh, you can even write a review. Um, again, the one that I shared in the past, uh, one of my brothers from the the uh, the custom uh, car and truck culture world, uh, Mark Clemens from Texas, he said, great podcast, brother. Thanks for everything you do for the scene. And uh, like I said, Mark, I appreciate you for supporting uh, what I do and uh, the homie Tony Boss Bowling. So uh, looking forward to more reviews. I'll continue to give shout-outs. Uh, if you like this podcast, check out Our Lifestyle, the podcast. And I just want to say, support Devious Customs and Colorado Custom Wheels. Good people there, I promise you that. You guys have a great week, and I'll be bringing you more episodes soon. ODB, I'm out. Terminal.
so far.